Welcome back to the GarfCast. I'm Trevor C. Cherviton. With me, as always, we have the one, the replaceable, Jacob Penske. Very replaceable. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. We love you, Jacob. Did just fart, and it was almost... Ah. Uh, on that note uh we gotta introduce sean lyons john thanks for joining us sean (laughs) yeah uh, it's great to be here apparently not as much as i thought (laughs) okay (laughs) sucks I just like Garfield, you know? Yeah, well, Garfield doesn't like you, so. Now, normally, I would introduce the one, the only, Matty B. But, you know, last week we discovered he had passed away and turned himself into a burger. Um, So to take his place, uh, we have our new returning member, Sam May. Oh, yeah. So happy to be here. Rip Matty B, though. Rest in peace. He's a true caster. Yes. Last week, last week we discussed casting the perfect Garfield movie for a, or a modern day Garfield movie. You know, so this week we are going to pitch the movie that this cast belongs to. We all brought in our own plots to pitch, and we're all going to pitch a Garfield plot with our cast. In case you don't remember from last week, our cast consists of Bill Murray as Garfield. Jesse Eisenberg as John Arbuckle, Megan Fox as Liz, Mila Kunis as Arlene, Josh Gad as Nermal, and Keanu Reeves as Odie. Yes. Now that's an epic cast. Quite an epic cast. It took us about an hour to get it, but we have it. (laughs) Well, we have to be very careful Mm -hmm. because we don't want a bad cast. Exactly. We don't want just anybody in our Garfield movie. Yeah. It has to be the A-listers. So, um, anybody want to start, or uh, should I start? Uh, I can go. I think you should. Oh, I mean, or, or Trevor can go. Or Sam starts. Sam, may do you, would you like to start? Uh, it doesn't start. matter. Um, <laughs> Whatever I mean, happens, start. happens. Yeah, no, I'll just go. I'll just go. Is that all right, or? Go ahead. <laughs> The floor is yours, Semi. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So, okay. So, okay. So, okay. 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 So my this is obvious. This is during this was like say this was made in 2020. It would be taking place in 2020. So, um, it's pretty pretty modern. And so here's the plot. All right, we got we got John, our main guy. Well, he's not the main guy, but he you know John. You know everyone knows John. Point is, he's a loser. And he's lonely. And this is before he knows Liz. Like, before he's dating Liz. And everyone knows he's a loser. 
Garfield knows it. Even Odie the dog knows it. And he's a dumb dog. But John wants to meet somebody. And he's trying hard to do so. He goes on blind dates. uh, Online services. Like Tinder and stuff. He he even goes out to a bar. In some clubs. To look for a look for a lady to shoot a shot but uh, he keeps getting turned down so I'm kind of picturing like a montage of him just getting rejected over and over again and every time he gets rejected comes home and he talks to Garfield about it and he's all mopey and he's all sad and he's venting to Garfield which Garfield can't take it anymore it's happened too much and he needs something to change so, so one day, uh, one day he goes to, he goes to the, the new vet who is Liz. And they kind of, Garfield can tell that John likes her. But John's not going to really try and make a move because he's so, he's, he's so dejected by all the women that have turned him down. But Garfield can tell. He likes her. And so Garfield thinks that the only way to shut John up is to get a a, a woman for him, obviously. Because then he would stop talking to Garfield about him being rejected and his failed outings as a bachelor. And then, so he gets the gang, gang together. Uh, you know, Arlene... Uh, and normal, and even Odie. Odie's just kind of there. He doesn't really add anything, but but it doesn't matter. So his his master plan is to keep getting Odie and Gar- Odie hurt. So he has to keep taking to the vet. <laughs> so they go out. So uh-huh. it's kind of like I don't for our viewers who've seen Groundhog Day. There's a sequence. Where Bill Murray, there's a montage where he just kills himself over and over again. It's like this, but instead of Odie dying, he uh, he just gets hurt, and then he keeps going back. And then John and Liz keep interacting, and then as this keeps happening, they start to form a connection, and it's working until one day they're out there, and Odie doesn't just get hurt; he gets captured. <gasps> you might have thought. You might have thought I was going to say killed, but no, that'd be, this is PG. Correct. We can have animal abuse, but we can't have death. It has to be like comedical animal abuse. Yes, done very carefully. Like slipping on banana peels at Garfield Place. Getting kicked off a table, you know, the usual stuff. Mm -hmm. Run over with a steamroller. Yeah, Anvil, and then... All that, all that fun stuff that you see in the the tunes. Well, and he gets captured by a kid who really wants a dog, and there's like, there's really something off about this kid. And now Garfield has to save uh, the kid from, or no, not the kid, Odie from the kid and his family. His family's also kind of crazy. So. So like Ted, so, n- n- Ted, yeah, kind of like Ted. 
yeah, I forgot about that. Movie. Um, um, and then, yeah, and then eventually, Gar- John knows uh, Liz. John knows that Odie's missing because he sees him. And then no. John and Liz and Garfield <laughs> and Arlene and Irma all set out to rescue Odie from the crazy kid. I can't tell you how it ends because I don't want to spoil it. And hilarity ensues. Very uh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Sounds like a classic Garfield adventure. Hey, I'm liking it so far. I'm liking it up to the point where Ted kind of was involved, but well, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, it was kind of, it's kind of like Ted, but it's Garfield, so it's better. Maybe instead of like Garfield actually hurting Odie, um, in the comics, John always made up excuses, like pretended like Garfield was sick to hang out with Liz. So maybe Garfield and Odie. You know, the roles could flip and Garfield and Odie are pretending to be sick. That way it's not like, you know, Violent. actual, yeah, dogs Dog. getting hurt. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it's not like, it would just, you know, I mean. Yeah, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, but I'm also just saying, you know, it's a, a, a sensitive thing to hurt dogs on camera. What? Yeah, but it'd be so, it'd be so funny, though. You know. I'm sure it would be yeah. hilarious, Sam. Not that I think that's funny, but in a way that where it doesn't appear anyone's actually getting hurt. Because ah. they're CGI. It's not real yes. dogs. But the rest of the uh, people are real. I mean, I guess. Well, that's, oh, I mean, if you guys have better can. ideas, you guys can just uh, start your pitches whenever. So, Sam, you and I kind of did something similar with dealing with John and Liz's like relationship and starting dating uh-huh. um however i did cheat a little bit i'm pitching a garfield trilogy not just a singular movie well you know how studios love trilogies so exactly. no, i understand i understand <laughs> more money more money more money <laughs> so um, especially with this cast so the yeah. films the films begin on a monday because you know where else would it start Begins mm-hmm. on a Monday. Garfield utters the words, I hate Mondays. And, you know, he just kind of has a rough day. Um, and then I want to lead into a bit of a montage where we get a peek into John's miserable love life where it's failed date after failed date. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one of those. And then, you know, John kind of is starting to give up on dating. But he notices Garfield's a little sluggish and under the weather. So he takes Garfield to the vets after some, uh, you know, some stomach aches and such. And this is where John meets Liz. <laughs> and Liz Ooh. is recommending a lasagna-free diet because, you know, lasagna is not that great for a cat. No. No siree. And, you know, eventually they, they do continue doing some checkups and keeping up with the uh, diet. And John begins dating Liz. And John becomes distracted by Liz and hasn't been writing comics anymore. So he's kind of like, you know, hanging out with girls instead of keeping his job going. Dude, what a Garfield, simp. He's a bit of a big simp. And Garfield and Odie are a little, you know, a little distraught. They want him around the house. They want to have John, you know, having a job. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So they decide that they have to break them up. And then as hijinks persist, Garfield ends up meeting uh, Arlene and becomes distracted from John. All right. So you got a bit of um, parallel storytelling. And uh-huh. uh, this, you know, Odie's just like, he's freaking simps, man. Uh, and eventually this leads into, it, it kind of is just, a slower film, but then John ends up getting a new, more stable job and um, has Liz move in. However, they don't they don't marry. They're just still dating and move in together. Um, now, it's a little mundane, but Garfield isn't that eventful of a character, you know? They yeah. want to keep it a bit more mundane and a bit more slice-of-life-y. So there isn't a big, like, action scene... It's it's just a Garfield film, just a little some hijinks, some clever jokes and whatnot. This is Garfield. Yeah. Uh, and then so that leads us into the second film, and this film is where we get introduced to Nermal. He's the new cat on the block, and all the other neighborhood cats are in love with Nermal because he's just so dang cute. Garfield used to be the top dog, metaphorically, not mm-hmm. literally. So he he got he's got to take Garfield down, or Normal down a peg, and it's it's kind of that budding relationship between the two of them as they compete to see who's the better cat, and eventually it'll build up to some sort of epic skateboarding competition or something. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, John is figuring out the best way to propose to Liz. You know he's working with his friend Lyman and whatnot to figure out the best way to propose to Liz, and then the big finale is. John and Liz get married. Now, where does that leave us with Garfield 3? The pet I don't force. know. It's the pet force. This has all been building up to the pet force. So, Garfield gets injected with some super serum and becomes a superhero cat. And all the other cats become superheroes. And then they gotta save the world from some evil world-destroying threats. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's Garfield pet force. And that's the you know, trilogy. A few, when you're talking about the first nice. film... And you're like, you're like, uh, it's pretty mundane, but it's Garfield. I was, I was gonna say like, yeah, it's not like we're trying to see Garfield save the world. <laughs> but then, but then I hear your third film, and, and it sounds like he's saving the world. He, he is doing a little bit of the world saving. Yes. Interesting. Sometimes you just gotta go from point A to point Z, and then you got a movie. I guess so. I think Trevor did. You know, you got this. This trilogy has a bit for everybody. You gotta. It's got a bit more of the slice of life, and it's got some. Once we get the bigger budget from the after the success of the first two, we'll go all out in uh, Pet Force. Yeah, I'm thinking probably like a <laughs> Russo Brothers direct. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah. Get somebody involved. That sounds. I haven't, I haven't figured out. I haven't figured out the main threat yet, but it might be some like. In in the Garfield show, you got like the lasagna aliens. It might be something along those lines, you know. But. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, do you want to go next? Um, sure. I've actually got to admit, I'm writing it right now, but. <laughs> um. What do you mean? I, I could just read what I have, and then I'll leave the audience uh, at a, on a cliffhanger, okay? 
All right. Uh, it's better than nothing. Garfield Go says, right. I hate Mondays, and that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Gar- this is Garfield, Beefo's Redemption. All right. Garfield is enjoying his Saturday. He woke up to the savory smell of John's lasagna already cooked and prepared. John and, o- John and Odie are on a walk, so he's by himself, which makes him almost as happy as the fact that it's not Monday. Noticing that the sun is shining and the weather outside is beautiful, Garfield grabs the rest of his lasagna and heads up. By the way, um, I wasn't aware of uh, the requirement that it must be PG. <laughs> uh, well, Jacob. we talked about it last episode. Yeah. It's not but, um, PG. J- Jacob, what? Is it G? What, <laughs> what is more, about is to happen, PG-Y? It's... I'll just keep reading. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Garfield grabs the rest of the lasagna, heads up to the park to enjoy his lasagna in the great outdoors. When he gets to the park, he uh-huh. notices a group of vegan activists. Garfield, <laughs> of course, scoffs at this and sits down right in front of him and starts eating his lasagna. Of course, he's booed, but then he's confronted by one. He calls himself Ted. That's it. Turns out he's a crime boss posing as a vegan activist. Uh, He tells him that he must kill a cow named Beefo in exchange for a lifetime supply of lasagna. There must be no witnesses. Uh Uh-huh. Little to Garfield's knowledge, Beefo has been secretly starting a romantic relationship with Arlene, Garfield's girlfriend, girlfriend <gasps> uh, which they've been having some relationship is- issues with. Uh, but uh, Beefo and Arlene have been having an affair for a few weeks now. Um, so, enticed by the uh, prospect of a lifetime supply of lasagna, Garfield agrees to kill Beefo for Ted. He goes to Nermal to find out if he knows this cow named Beefo, and Nermal says that he does, but Nermal doesn't reveal the fact that he is having an affair with Arlene. Now, Jacob, before you go on, which actors are playing Ted and Beefo? Just so we can get a picture in our heads. Uh... Michael Keaton is Ted, and Beefo will be Vin Diesel. Sorry, <laughs> uh... choice. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay. No, normal knows that Beefo is. Uh having an affair with Arlene, but does not have the guts to tell Garfield who he is. Because if he did, Garfield would know Arlene's cheating on Since Garfield has agreed to share his lifetime supply of lasagna with Nermal, Nermal agrees to help him find Beefo so Garfield can kill Beefo. Garfield heads to a vegan restaurant where Nermal told him Beefo would be. However, when Garfield gets there with a gun tucked in the folds of his tummy, he sees Beefo with Arlene. Garfield is shocked, but he pushes aside his anger and gets back to the task. He takes a table where he can spy on Beefo and Arlene, 
and then waits till Bifo to head to the bathroom, and he follows him to complete the deed. He is alone with Bifo in the bathroom with a gun to his head. But then Arlene walks in as her and Bifo were planning some sexual fantasy in the men's room. Garfield, enraged with Arlene, shifts the gun to her head. Bifo disarms him and takes him to the ground. And that's where I am. Um, wow. So, a few questions. So, Ted, you said is the leader of a vegan... No, no he's, he's posing... He's posing as a vegan activist right. in right. order to get to Bifo, who had slighted him. Okay, but why would, why does he want Bifo dead? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bifo, and if he's pretending to be a vegan, wouldn't he want the cows to be alive? Because, like, you know, they don't want to eat. All he, all he is is posing as vegan so he could find a way to get to um to get to Bifo because he knows Bifo is involved in vegan uh, activism because he's a cow and he's vegan and doesn't want people to eat so meat. so this is a world where animals can talk to humans oh yeah okay <laughs> is, and, is Ted a person like a human Ted's a human you said you know he could be a human or he could just be another cat I mean, not everyone wants us to be a cat. It could be you an have, like, animal of some sort. Yeah. Well, so, like, your story, Jacob, you tell us. Um. You know, to keep the to keep the you know animals separate from the humans, Ted's gonna be. You know. Oh, I'm thinking a lot of this. Uh, Ted's a human. And humans can talk to animals. Oh, so. <laughs> All right. That's so big. that's my movie. Maybe I'll finish I, it someday. I don't know if Disney's <laughs> going to pick that one up, though, Jacob. I'm sorry. Maybe uh, maybe they'll have Searchlight handle that. And put it under mm-hmm. that banner. All right. And that leaves us with Sean Lyons. All right. Well, I want to make mine pretty simple. Um, and I want to, like, get to the roots of Garfield. So mine's going to be about um, Garfield and the real world and how, like, John, since he's a cartoonist, starts Garfield. And um, Garfield is flattened like a pancake. So I have a question. No. No. (laughs) I have a question. Yeah, go for it. Did you just make this up while you were going? No. So you actually have... I, I actually don't have an ending. So you have this pile of garbage written down somewhere? Is that it? What? You have yeah, I don't... you have this idea written down like somewhere so you can remember it. Do you actually have that? Yeah. I just don't have like the preceding parts. I only have part of it. So I just made up the last part where he gets ran over. But I think it's a good movie. I... 
<clears throat> well. Yeah, it's just life, death, happiness. <laughs> <laughs> well. I know, right? It's deep. Well, it, it's truly <laughs> a movie. Um, it's a work of uh, art. I don't, I, with the ending, I don't know if Disney would pick it up. Um, I don't know if Jim Davis <laughs> wants his cartoon cat dying. Oh, no. I said he gets flooded like a pancake. Uh, oh, I still okay. need to focus so on that. So he's not dead. No, not yet. I mean... <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Sean. What the hell is wrong with you? Sean. I hate to say it, but your idea is rubbish. You're rubbish. Sorry, what? And, um, yeah. I, I can't tell if it, yeah. it's, like, worse than Jacob's. It, it's good. I just don't have the ending, like, the proceeds, the conflict. I don't have that. Okay. So. <laughs> so now, so we got these four plots. <laughs> These four pl- four plots for a Garfield movie. <laughs> Sean. Um, I think I think we could cut it down to two. <laughs> Sean and Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you. So you got pancake film or dead cows? I'll be honest, pan hamburgers. I feel like I feel like out of respect for Maddie B, I don't want to do the flatten like a pancakes. Yeah, it's a it's a little too soon. I'm sorry, Sean, but you're going straight into the trash bin, you garbage boy. Yeah, yeah that's that was a piece of trash. You piece of poo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Jacob, yours yeah. yours could definitely be something. Whether it's a Garfield movie. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds but like it, definitely... it sounds like a college short film. It sounds like a robot chicken skit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can you pitch know, it to them. I'm not yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, I, I came into here thinking that my, <laughs> I didn't put that much effort into mine, and mine was going to be pretty lackluster. But then I hear Jacob's Wilson. and Sean's. The, the thing I like about Jacob's <laughs> is that he was writing it <laughs> as we were talking. Yeah. I guess. Um, okay, I listen. Let, hear uh, me out. <laughs> Jacob's was a solid 8.5 out of 10. Mine? Maybe a 9 out of 10. Yeah, look at it. Uh, maybe a negative nine out of ten. I mean, I guess everything wasn't like it wasn't that bad until like the end. But but it, the the ending is what ends up. Wait, you know, wait, you're it, saying it, the end is the most important part? Yeah, the end is very important. Well, part. you don't even have the end. You were just like, you know, it gets run over. <laughs> yeah. So what? Well, he gets John run over. literally kills Garfield. <laughs> he ru- gets run over. John gets out of the car and he's like, oh no, Garfield's. Dead. And then credits. At roll credits. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, nobody learns anything. Nobody grows as a character. 
They just Garfield's dead and John becomes a millionaire. That's what you're telling. I guess put a perfect. This is definitely a robot chicken idea. Yeah. Um, you know, Arlene watches in horror. Nermal laughs. Nermal's not a psycho. He's just a little annoying. It's it's like a SpongeBob Squidward relationship. You know, Nermal, you know, want wants to be friends with Garfield. He doesn't want to see him dead on the sidewalk. Yeah. I mean, even Squidward didn't want oh. to see SpongeBob dead. Yeah. So, you know, when life gives you lemons, you make mustard. Life gives you lemons, you make pancakes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, that brings it down to two. My trilogy <laughs> for Sam's movie. I like, I like all the trilogy. Good. We could do the trilogy. Yeah, the trilogy is like the safest and most awarding, but. Trilogies are pretty cool. I mean, name a bad trilogy, you know? Any Avengers movie. All right, Sean. <laughs> All right, Sean. You know, you're just asking for it. You're just asking to get beaten up and turned into a pancake. <laughs> now, I don't want to suggest uh, anything, but, like, I think we all know who's next, Who who's on the list for most likely to die in the next episode of the Garfield. <laughs> no, I'm literally... <laughs> Hold on. I can see where this is going. <laughs> oh, so yeah? Well, then maybe you was... should try and correct it instead of making it worse. You know, well, maybe I'll turn into the pancake. You never know. Fatty Burger, Sean Pancake... <laughs> Yeah, we could be the dream duo. I mean, a burger and a pancake, yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's the real dream. <laughs> what would you guys even do? Just get eaten together? It's, they don't really combine. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I mean... IHOP is burgers and pancakes, but like you get one or the other, you don't usually get both. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you can combine them, and then you get it. Oh, uh, um. Sean, are you just saying stuff again? <sighs> no. I don't know what's going on with Sean. Sean? Yeah, he's been really weird Sean. today. I think, I think, you know, we, we got the Garfield movies. And we're going to stick with the trilogy. We're going to go, we're going to go pitch this to Disney right now. <laughs> Maybe maybe Beefo can have a cameo. <laughs> Beefo could be the ultimate villain in the Pet Force movie, Jacob. He could be. That's, we could kind of yeah, com- could kind of combine plots a little bit, you know, with the Ted and Beefo situation. I, but Beefo Beefo's actually a good guy. Um, I was gonna. The ending <laughs> consists of them teaming up to take down Ted because it's all in their best interest to do so. Um, so Garfield like acts as an inside man as they try to figure out how to uh, kill um, Ted, and they eventually find a way. I'll have to think about what how I, they do so, that. So here's how I'm thinking it could work with the Pet Force. Ted isn't a fake boss. vegan. He he <laughs> is uh, in charge of a government corporation, and he mm-hmm. is 
you know, he sees Garfield and the pet force doing some stuff and he's like, yo, Garfield, we, uh, we picked up some, some enemy, some, some enemy guy and it's Beefo, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Garfield and the pet force do their thing. And they discover that, you know, Beefo's innocent and that the government that Tet, you know, runs his branch of the government is quite, uh, corrupt and they have to take him down. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. That that way we know <laughs> don't have to you know, kill anybody. Yeah. Have any love affairs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was just, you know, I was yeah, spitballing, yeah. I was letting my my mind go a little bit and it turned out to not be PG, but yeah, you, you know. You should write you should write this whole book. But change the characters into not Garfield. <laughs> no, no, no. Make it a Garfield fan fiction. Okay. <laughs> but I want it to be a whole novel. All right? Okay. We'll get it printed. Get it published. <laughs> it'll, yeah, it'll get published. And it'll get a three out of four on Goodreads. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I believe that brings us on to our next segment of the episode, and that is the dramatic reading with one Jacob Penske. All right. Today, we are going to head all the way back to a faraway date that is June 11th, 2019. Okay. John is sitting at his table reading the newspaper. And a frown falls upon his face. Yikes, he says. The world is going nuts in a more sarcastic fashion as he has a grin fall across his face. Garfield, who is sitting in the corner of the kitchen with a cup of coffee and a stuffed animal, says, Not my corner of it. Is, uh, is that all? It was, yes. Because oh. John was talking about how, like, the world was so crazy in the, in the news, and Garfield was, like, not in my corner of it while sitting in the corner of the kitchen. Ah. Wow. I see. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. It all makes sense now. Yes. Thank you, Jacob. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Thanks so much. This, uh, this brings us on to our next segment, the fun fact of the day, with formerly hosted by Maddie B, now by Sam May. Well, this is the fun fact segment of the show, and today we got a fun fact. So, this fun fact, I don't know if any of you guys have uh, heard this before, I hope not, but we got... Jim Davis originally intended the, the strip to focus on John. And there's a, there's a quote from Jim Davis. Here's the quote. I ran some early ideals at a local paper. And then to see how I felt about it, uh, I called the strip John. It was about him. But he had this wise cat who every time came back and singing him. He always had the great payoff at the time 
Uh, I worked for TK Ryan, uh, the cartoonist for Tumbleweeds. You guys know Tumbleweeds? And I showed it to him and told him uh, every time I got to the punchline, the cat zings him. And TK said, well, what does that tell you, Jim? He laughs. The trip must be about the cat. Go with it. So, yeah. It was almost called John. But that crazy cat stole the show. Pretty exciting stuff. Quentin Reviews actually made a pretty interesting video about that. Um, he went to the God town. Damn it. Every time <laughs> I find <laughs> He actually he traveled he traveled to the town that um Jim Davis printed them at and um hunted down like the old comic like the newspapers because libraries keep records of all that and hunted down all of the original John printings. Wow. Yeah. What a nerd. I know, right? <laughs> this is also the guy that made a uh, Garfield short film titled John. <laughs> mm. Mm. You guys watch that? Uh, I did. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you yeah, did. I know. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> what was it? What did you watch it on? It's on YouTube. Oh. Go uh, check it out. Uh, it's, it's, all, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like a 20 minute short film. Oh, is Garfield in it? Uh, he has his, his cat. <laughs> so, like, it doesn't. It's just a normal cat, right? No. Yeah, it's a normal cat. Yeah. Named uh, Garfield. Okay. Um, Maybe but, I'll check that out. Do a review of it on um, the show. Um, but that that's not the Garfield cameo of the day. No, oh, thank Garfield, God. The Garfield cameo of the day is from the year 1981. Y'all have heard of the Parker Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all famous for making classic board games like your Monopolies and such and such. Yes, yes, yes. In 1981, they made a board game simply titled... Garfield. <laughs> uh, and, and <laughs> so it's a it's a board game, you know, and uh, it's it's uh, you got a board, right? There's one big board, and there's there's a picture of Garfield in the middle of said board, and uh, you got to go around Garfield, and the person who can go around Garfield three times wins. But here's the thing, this is Garfield's game. He makes the rules. All right says here on the box this is my game nobody beats me at my own game you know and uh very garfield thing to say exactly exactly so um the way that this gameplay works is there's a deck of garfield cards and those cards have like like a rule where garfield's like uh you can only move if you roll odds or you know instead of moving forward whatever number you roll you gotta move backwards oh some uh, some tricky some tricky stuff, but you can you can bribe Garfield with lasagna to uh, to make some of those negative rules go away, or to give yourself a little bit of an advantage. Um, it's uh, it's it's just a cute little little Garfield game. It's it's for kids ages six to twelve. Uh, approximate so playing time thirty to sixty minutes. Ooh. So you know it's just a short little. Garfield board game. So you played it. You played it with like the family. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got my younger brother. 
playing it. But where'd you, where'd you get it from? Um, my mom surprised she surprised me with it. Actually, she's like, "Yo, look what I found." Um, like, on the internet. like recently. Yeah, and she wow. uh, she handed me a copy of the Garfield board game, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's pretty epic." <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. But um. You know, you can't really... I'd say go check it out, but you can't really do that. They don't... We'll just have to go to your house. Yeah, everybody come to my house. If you listen to the Garfcast, come to my house. If you're living in Austria, come to my house. <laughs> my address is... Uh... <laughs> so, uh, that's my Garfield cameo for the day. Uh, wow. Which brings us to the next wacky segment. What would Garf do with Sean Lyons? All right, now, good. Now, we accidentally skipped you over last week. So, Sean, this week better be good. This week's question's going to end all questions. All right. Would, what, what would he invest into? Chef Boyardee. Probably no. some lasagna. Dude, I project. ate Chef Boyardee regularly this morning. Ooh. Dude, Not Boyardee. the beefaroni? No, it was beef ravioli. Yeah. So, Close has enough. anybody has anybody tried the Chef Boyardee lasagna? Not Ooh. the I've I've had like no. the beef aroni, but not the not the lasagna. If if you've eaten any other Chef Boyardee food item, you've eaten the Chef Boyardee oh. lasagna. <laughs> I, they're all the same. It's it's all the same ingredients, just in different forms. It's just different. It's just different noodle shapes. Yeah. Because <laughs> like the ravioli, the meat's in the noodle. And beefaroni, they're yeah. little tubes. And the lasagna, it's wavy. And the lasagna got cheese in it too. Yeah, but there's no cheese on the Chef Boyardee <laughs> lasagna. You could well, you could also get cheese ravioli, which kind of sucks. There's a Chef Boyardee cheese ravioli. Yes, there is, and it's not that good. Beef's way better. But hmm. Damn. Is it is it just because you don't you you uh, have an uh, intolerance to cheese? No, no, because I like cheese, but it's just um oh. I mean it is very processed and it it doesn't taste that good and it's kind of like you know like Chef Boyardee's are known for like they have a lot of filling you know and when you bite into it like a ravioli with just all that cheese it kind of kind of feels like you're just eating a bowl of cheese. <laughs> What's wrong I mean, with that? It is, it is cheese ravioli. You guys don't eat bowls Maybe of cheese? <laughs> Maybe I don't like cheese ravioli. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sean, I hope that answers your question. Because that's yeah, all the did. time we you have for today. Right on the nose. <laughs> you guys blew it out of that's all the time we have for today, I believe. Unless anybody has anything else they would like to say. Um, just once again, rip Maddie B forever in our hearts. Yes, Maddie, yes. you were a good burger. All right, Sean. Maddie B will forever be in our hearts. Until next time, Garfcast. Thanks.